everyone. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. This is AdBits, checkbook control. What's all the fuss? Checkbook control, self-directed IRAs are now the most popular way one can use retirement money to make alternative asset investments. That wasn't always the case. Prior to the mid nineties, the concept of using a special purpose limited liability company to make IRA investments was pretty much unheard of. The only way to invest in alternative assets with an IRA was essentially having the custodian make the investment for you. So in other words, you would move your money from your current retirement account directly to the custodian, tax-free transfer or rollover if it's a 401k, and then the custodian would purchase the real estate, for example, in the name of the custodian, so IRA Financial Trust Company, custodian for the benefit of the Adam Bergman IRA, and the assets would then be held in the name of the custodian and all income and gains would flow back to the custodian. If you want to pay an expense, i.e. improvements or taxes, or you receive money from a tenant, everything would flow to the custodian. So LLC started to become more mainstream, late 80s, early 90s. Um, people started using LLCs to buy real estate. Why? Clearly limited liability protection, right? That's the main reason people use entities is they want to be protected, whether it's a corporation or an LLC, which has now overtaken the corporation as the most popular vehicle for passive investments like real estate. So you have limited liability protection. You also have what's called pass-through taxation, meaning the LLC does not pay tax on any of the income or gains. The owner does. Well, in this case, the owner is an IRA. So it's a very, very attractive structure for someone with a retirement account because there's no entity level tax. And since the IRA holder is the owner and IRAs don't pay tax under Section 408, very clean. Don't have to worry about tax. So in the mid nineties, as LLCs become, became more popular, people started wanting to, started wanting to use LLCs to make investments. And that pretty much started this trend called checkbook control. And the idea of checkbook, where did the name come from? Basically, you go to a bank, you get an LLC bank account open. What do they give you? A checkbook. And the idea was now the LLC will be owned by the IRA, managed by the IRA owner, you or me, and then we can write checks to pay for contractors. We can write checks to pay the tax due, and any tenants that pay rent could write a check to the LLC. We will control the bank account through a local bank, don't have to go through a custodian, and things will get done more efficiently, more cost effectively, plus as an added bonus, we'll get limited liability protection on the asset. So what does that mean? That means that if someone sues your property um, for any reason, all a creditor can get is what's inside the LLC. That's what limited liability protection means. It protects what's outside the LLC from creditor attack. 
So if you had $200,000 in your IRA account outside of the LLC, that would be protected from creditor attack. All the creditor would be able to do is get what's in the LLC, potentially the asset, but hopefully you have enough insurance to cover any potential claim. But anything outside it, all your other IRAs or other cash in the IRA will be protected. So that is the idea behind limited liability protection. And now pretty much according to our Trade Association, Retirement Industry Trust Association, RITA, which was um, quoted in a recent Wall Street Journal article, but 65% of all IRA real estate investments have an LLC component. So it just makes sense. The costs are minimal. Um, but what's the fuss? Why are we still hearing about some custodians that don't want checkbook control? They'd rather their clients not use the LLC. What's the fuss about? What are they trying to accomplish? What's their angle? Well, unfortunately, everything uh, pretty much comes down to one thing, and that's money. The more the custodian does, the more money they charge. And it's just simple dollars and cents. Prior to the advent of the checkbook control LLC, the custodian was involved in every facet of the transaction from receiving the funds, from facilitating the investment, paying expenses, receiving rental payments, uh, interest payments, uh, distributions, everything. So they were an integral part of the process, meaning they touched the money more and they were more involved, meaning more transaction fees. Okay, And when you use the LLC, you are removing the custodian in most meaningful ways from the process. So once the money goes from your retirement custodian, i.e. Schwab or Fidelity, to the trust company, let's say IRA Financial Trust, if IRA Financial Trust then sends those funds to an LLC at a local bank, the trust company now is removed from that transaction. The trust company doesn't know if you're buying real estate in Texas, New Hampshire, or Maine. What does that mean? That means they can't charge transaction fees on the rental income they receive or transaction fees for paying out expenses, and they also don't have access to all that cash uh, in their account. So that is the main reason why some custodians still have a fuss about checkbook control. It's not legality, and it's not because they really care about their clients. Because if they cared about their clients, they would want their clients to have checkbook control. Why? For the simple reason is you should want your clients to have limited liability protection, especially with real estate, especially when there are risks associated with real estate investments. So any custodian that says, you don't want checkbook control, you don't need the LLC, it's risky, it's an audit risk, it's not true, okay? There's no truth to that. Um, They basically are telling you, keep the money with us because we can earn more fees. The legality of checkbook control is based off a 1996 tax court case called Swanson v. Commissioner. There's many cases that follow, but the idea of Swanson is the following, that when an entity is set up, the entity is not on its face disqualified, okay? Once the funds are moved from the trust company to the LLC, only at that point, the entity becomes disqualified, meaning you can't just take the money and you know go buy yourself a car. So you don't look at the actual funding of the entity because it's a newly established entity. You only look at what happens with those funds in the entity after the fact. And the Swanson case also said 
that the IRA owner could be the manager or president of the entity. Swanson did not deal with LLCs. It dealt with uh, what's called a, a DISC or it's a certain uh, foreign service company, which is a corporation, but it's the same um, process as it would an LLC. It's the same uh, logic. And then there's cases that followed suit like LSV commissioner, peak first commissioners, and some others that clearly um, allowed for the IRA to own an LLC. Um, but what the court really focused on is not the funding of the entity. So not setting up and funding the checkbook control LLC is really, you have to look at what happens. What does the LLC do with the money once it receives it? That is when the prohibited transaction rules come into play. And what are those prohibited transaction rules? They're as follows. You can't do insurance, life insurance. You can't buy collectibles like art and you can't engage in any transaction that in any way directly or indirectly involves or personally benefits the IRA owner, any of his or her lineal descendants, or any entities controlled by such persons. Can't buy a house and live in it. Can't take your family at Disney. Can't take your IRA money and just give it to your kids. Whatever the IRA investment is done, it needs to be done exclusively for the benefit of the IRA and not any family member or the IRA owner. So when it comes to checkbook control, the legality is is really unquestionable. Uh, it's been legal for you know, 25 years, pretty much. Um, it's There's many cases that confirm the legality. Uh, even Rita uh, acknowledged that 65% of all entities owned, um, or excuse me, all 65% all real estate investments go through an LLC. In addition, if you want to do a transaction with Fannie or Freddie Mae, they will not lend money to the IRA. They will only lend to the LLC. So clearly you need an LLC to do the uh, IRA real estate investment. Um, so again, it's frustrating. I can't tell you how many people call and say, Adam, you sure about this checkbook control LLC thing? Because I spoke to custodian X or Y or Z and they're saying it's, it's not um, legal, it's risky, you shouldn't do it. And the question is, well, we know it's legal. Um, it's not risky. There's There's... There's no IRA audit teams. The only way people get audited for their IRA is if you get audited by an auditor who looks at your individual or business tax return. Okay, and that's something that has to be clear. There's audits for 401ks to find benefit plans. There are no specific audit teams for IRAs. So if you're using an LLC or not, you are not going to trigger an audit. There is a recent government accountability office report that just came out uh, early 2020 before COVID started. And basically they said, hey, um, we need our agents to understand how all this stuff works. Uh, they need better knowledge on primitive transactions, better knowledge on UBTI. Um, yes, we are seeing more people use LLCs and we need to make sure our agents understand the reasons for it. But clearly the GAO report uh, didn't say it's a guaranteed audit risk. Um, so again, it comes down to dollars and cents. Um, personally, I guess you could say I would love all my clients to not use an LLC because I would, the company would make more money, right? There'd be more transaction fees. We'd get more uh, cash to hold. Uh, we'd be more involved in the transactions. Um, so yeah, um, LLCs, I guess, don't really serve the custodian's interest financially, but guess what? We're in the business to serve our clients. And if you want to have clients use their retirement money to invest in real estate, they are going to want an LLC, not because they're trying to cheat the government, 
not because they're trying to engage in prohibited transactions, but they want limited liability protection. It's not only about getting more control and being able to do transactions quicker. It's for the simple proposition of gaining limited liability protection, which is what you know, real estate investors uh, are looking at and looking for, especially in you know, a highly litigious um, you know, community where uh, we, we all uh, strive and we all live in. So um, it's just something that's really important. Um, checkbook control works. It, it cuts costs down for the client. When I started in this in- industry like 11 or 12 years ago, the cost to have an alternative asset in your IRA was $1,000 plus. Um, even if you had a small, small retirement account, it was so expensive and it just wasn't right because technology has made administration easier, um, simpler, more cost effective. Um, and there is no reason that people need to pay 1500 bucks, a thousand bucks a year to have an IRA to buy real estate. And the industry's changed and the LLCs helped that because it's allowed the custodians to reduce our Cost because we are not as involved in the process. Um, and then you get the flip side saying, well, the LLC increases the chance of clients doing prohibitive transaction. And, and the answer, of course, there's no proof, but the answer is this. Uh, I've worked with thousands of clients and what I've realized is when someone wants to do a prohibitive transaction, somehow use that money personally, they will find a way to do that. Whether it's using an LLC or whether it's having a custodian send the money to an LLC owned by their friend and the friend just giving them the money. They will get the money if they want it. Okay, so having the LLC is not in any way encouraging people to do primitive transactions. You know, 99.9% of all IRA investors do the right thing. They follow the rules. They make passive investments. They don't personally benefit. They are doing this to help their IRA. They understand the benefits of saving through an IRA, the power of tax deferral, compounded interest. They want the investment to stay in the IRA. They do not want to pillage it and liquidate it. So anyone who says it's a ploy to do prohibited transactions is lying. Uh, I've been in this industry long enough. I've written seven books on self-directed plans. Um, They work. People want to diversify, buy hard assets. Um, LCs are not for everyone. If you want to just do a one-off investment into a private equity fund or a friend's business or even a piece of raw land, you may not need the LLC. And and that's your choice. I'd say probably 75 to 80% of my clients use an LLC. Others don't. It's it's your call. It's the client's call. But I think it's important as an industry to offer both options. Um, It's the client's choice. It's not our choice what we should allow. Um, It's legal. Clearly, uh, if you want to buy real estate from the government, Fannie or Freddie Mae, they require an LLC. So having custodians out there saying it's dangerous, it's not good, it's risky, um, I don't think they're doing any client uh, a service. I think it's clearly a uh, ploy to generate more fees, which I just can't accept. So uh, what's all the fuss about checkbook controls? There shouldn't be much fuss. Uh, it's what clients want, especially in the real estate community. They want limited liability protection, and it's our job to offer clients what they want in a, a legal fashion. So I am a big believer in self-directed retirement accounts. I think LLCs serve its purpose in the real estate world for limited liability, and I'm a believer in it. Um, it's been around for 25 plus years and it's only even get more popular. 
close to 96% of all new entities are LLCs. Um, and as LLCs get more popular, more well-known, um, you're going to see more and more people use LLCs in the self-directed uh, retirement world. Adam Bergman, um, hope you found the AdBits, uh, this AdBits podcast helpful. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already. Like it. It's a new podcast series. Um, I'm excited to um, start offering. Um, and it's just really kind of just specific bits of information, knowledge on, I think, really important topics. So hope you found the AdBits um, helpful. Leave a comment. Um, thanks for all your support. Really appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay safe, and talk to you soon.